0: Been a while since you fell. Is freedom.
1: Spread your wings, begin to fly into the cloud. Don't stop hoping, child.
0: Don't stop hoping, child. What up, fam? This is Scott Smith. Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. We are so excited that you would jump into this wonderful little thing that we're doing here with Ripe Creatives. This is our podcast where we go back in time to discuss things that happened previously and we uh, just draw out the stories. Today we have a very special episode, one that we have been looking forward to recording for so long, (laughs) and it's finally here. Um, I have a couple guests because we are going all the way back to March 8th, 2022. It was a Tuesday night at a place called High Point Performance Venue, which we spent a lot of time at. And uh, we did a thing called a Creatives Gallery. It was our first one ever. First of many, hopefully. And uh, I'm super excited to to shoot this episode, and I have a couple guests here that are going to help us uh, draw out the story of the night and what led up to it and all that kind of stuff. Um, Emily Phillips is here. Woop woop. What's up, Em?
1: Whoop, whoop. Hi. (laughs) That's all we get is hi. What what am I supposed to say? No, you're fine. You're fine. (laughs)
0: Emily Phillips is here, and we'll give her a chance to introduce herself in just a second. Um, We also have another wonderful lady here, and you'll find out why she's in this room very soon. Um, Marguerite is here. Hey, everybody. And the three of us are going to be talking today um, about the Creatives Gallery, on March 8th, 2022. Also in this room, but not on a microphone today, is Mr. Top Mob, Jared Moses. We appreciate you, friend, for all of your work behind the scenes. Um, Before we dive into this whole Creatives Gallery event and the date and what led up to it, I just want to give both of you a chance to introduce yourself a little bit. Um, Let's start with Emily.
1: Hi, I'm Emily, and I work for Scott. I'm the Director of Hospitality and Worship Arts with Ripe Creatives. Um... I have been a part of this team for about two years. Um, and I officially joined on staff in January. Um, and I kind of headed up the Creatives Gallery.
0: That was a great introduction, <laughs> Emily. No, it wasn't. We love you. We've known Emily for a long time. And uh, yes, she is the second official staff member of Ripe Creative. So we're super excited to have her here for this. And yes, what we're talking about today was all of her idea, which you'll find out more about in a second. Marguerite Anglin, am I pronouncing that correctly? Did yes. I just totally messed it up. Okay, no, that's I thought it. I was on, but I want to make sure. Can you introduce yourself as well?
2: Sure, I am Marguerite. I am a visual artist. I'm a painter. I have been doing art for about hmm seven eight years now I guess it starts to get a little blurry but um yeah I I make uh, inspirational paintings my paintings are kind of like a conversation with God that I just want to share with others and hope that I can inspire people through my art and I have known Scott for gosh I guess a handful of years just through the Philly like Christian artist community worship art worship community. Um, and peace like, yeah, this is some really close mutual friends of ours. And um, yeah, so that's that's me.
0: Thank you for being here.
2: I'm Thank so you for tiny. having me.
0: This is such a good episode. I just can't wait to talk about all this stuff. Um <laughs> so to just give a little bit of context just so people understand, um, Creatives Philly is a platform that Ripe Creatives has built for Tuesday nights in the city of Philadelphia. Um, we're typically about once a month. Um, In terms of in-person experiences, sometimes we do more than once a month, sometimes we take a month off, but usually about once a month we throw an event. And what we've been mostly known for is our open mic experiences, our creatives' cafes, our creatives' peers, um, creatives' whatever else we call things, because we make up names all the time. (laughs) Um, But we do open mics primarily, then we got into some concerts where we got to focus on one individual artist. And it was sometime around the fall of 2021, I believe. It was actually before Emily even joined staff officially with Ripe Creatives, but she basically functioned as staff for some time before joining officially. Um, She called me and kind of said, I mean, maybe you can give context. I remember it was a Sunday afternoon because it was after church. You gave me a call. Mm -hmm. Can you just tell me a little bit about that conversation and what happened to lead us where we got?
1: Yeah, so I was driving back from church in Ben Salem, um, and the Lord just like gave me this idea, this desire to serve um, the creative community um, of visual artists in Philly, and um, this idea of wouldn't it be so beautiful if we had... An artist come and share all of their work that they make, not just a like open mic painter or someone that like has a few things, but a whole series of something that the Lord has put on them to to share with the world. Because there's just not enough of that in Philly, especially in the visual arts world. Because I think that is a an art space that can get so dark, mm-hmm. um, and there's just not a whole lot of opportunity for people who do love the lord and who create things that are light to have a slot in a gallery um so why not use our resources to to create that for them yeah Mm -hmm.
0: i remember vividly her call it was she was very adamant she was like scott we don't do enough for visual artists what are we doing for visual artists like, you got all these poets, you got all these singer-songwriters, we do all these concerts, we do all these open mics, our artists go get booked and perform places, but what are we doing for visual artists, really? And I was like, I don't, I don't know, what do you want to do? <laughs> and Emily's the type of person, if you get to know her, you would understand this fully. When Emily says she wants to do something, uh, you do whatever you possibly can to make that thing happen, um, because she's just a joy and a wonderful human. And so she kind of, you know, threw this idea, like, why why don't we figure out a way to serve visual artists? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if a gallery made sense or whatever. Um, but I said, look, I know one visual artist that is amazing and that really loves Jesus. And I would trust her, you know, feeling about this concept of what is a way we could serve a visual artist um, more than anybody else. And that was you, uh, Marguerite. And so I just kind of said, Emily, why don't we set up a phone call with Marguerite? Mm-hmm. And the three of us talk. Mm-hmm. And you share what's on your heart. Marguerite shares if what you're feeling is, is like legitimate for a visual artist. Like, is this a need that we would be meeting? Mm-hmm. And so we set up that three-way call, and the three of us got on the phone. And I would love for you guys to share your perspective on, on that conversation or your perspective, Marguerite, specifically on you know what Emily was bringing up like, how did, how did that stuff hit your brain, your heart?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I remember that call. And I think at first it was just kind of like even an honor that you would think of me to like, hey, this is something we're trying to do. And we're just trying to like pick your brain like you were like the first artist that popped into my mind. Um, so I was just like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is just an honor to be included and be thought of. Uh, kind of, you yeah, know, have a an opinion that was um, of interest, and so yeah, when we had that call. It was just really exciting what you were talking about, I mean, Emily, the way you kind of described your heart—that's what really stuck out to me. It was just like you're just your, just heart for blessing, like including visual artists in like the space. You know, and including opportunities for visual artists, which is so needed. And yeah, it just really touched me what you guys were wanting to do. Like you doing so much for performing artists and all other different type of artists. But like, hey, you know, what can we do for visual artists? And so it was Emily who said, well, we want to do something like a gallery or do you think that that would be needed or desired and like you know Scott you were asking the same thing and I was my first thought was like yeah you know there's so many artists out there especially Christian artists and they just don't have a platform don't have an opportunity for um you know just to share their work with the world other than you know in this age of social media there's, I mean, that in of itself is amazing. I mean, years and years and years ago before that was available, yeah, I mean, definitely like artists would just be kind of like in the closet or in their studio and like nobody would see their work if they didn't have an opportunity for a gallery. So it's definitely that space. But in the in the physical realm or like where people can actually come and see your work, that's not, those opportunities are not out there. It's not easy to get into a gallery. And so, Um, And it's not easy even to say, okay, well, I'm just going to have my own show and like with no support or like no anything to produce an event for yourself. So my first thought was like, yes, you know, number one, two, three. Yes, it's needed. Um, Yeah. And I was just like really honored that you guys would even ask my opinion about it. I guess that's my first thoughts.
0: Yeah. I mean, we were not just asking your opinion about it. (laughs) Like at first, that's part of the way we were presenting it. But what we were really alluding to and and what we got to by the end of the conversation was if we're going to do this, we want to do it with you. (laughs) Like, would you be open to it? Um, Because even as you said, like, it's difficult for people to produce their own gallery events. Mm -hmm. You had. Yeah. Right. You had done all the legwork to turn your house into a gallery once upon a time. And at the time that we talked to you in the fall of 2021, I think you were actually thinking about, okay, I have this new collection I've been working on and I'm going to produce my own gallery out of my house again. Yes. And so it was kind of an interesting timing thing because we were like, would you want to do a gallery with us? And you were like, <laughs> well, I'm working on something.
2: <laughs> yeah. that thing, So yeah, you're absolutely right. That was just like, it was, the timing was, was, was right. You know, because it's like it's one thing to be like, oh, do you want to show your work? And I'm like, well, I don't really have any new work to show. I wouldn't have wanted to show stuff that was like years old. But like, yeah, I a couple of years ago met with that same challenge of saying, hey, I have this body of work that I just created and I really want to just share it. I turned my house into a gallery and just invited people over. And that was actually was my own kind of personal success. It was awesome to have so many people um, just interested in just coming through my house to look at my artwork up yeah. on the walls. and a, Such a cool idea. Yeah, it was fun, you know. But so I was like, you know, fast forward two years after that was when you guys called me and I was literally in the middle of creating another body of work. And I was just talking to my friend. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, Nakia, and she was like, you know, you're getting towards the end of your, of your work. You're going to have to figure out, is this something you want to do in your house again? Because the pieces I was making were bigger and I was starting to think, well, wow, to look at venues. And I was really not looking forward to that because like, I don't know like where I could even show my work. And then you guys call me, wow. you know? So it's kind of like, what?
1: That's,
2: That's how God was. I works. didn't even know
0: that, That's, that nuance that you were going to possibly yeah. look at venues. Mm-hmm, I don't absolutely. think I even knew that detail. Yep. So obviously, we're we're here talking about a date that happened at High Point. Um, we extended, you know, the invitation and asked for her permission for us to be able to host a gallery with you. And I know one of the nuanced things about Creatives Philly because our team is all artists that gig out. You know, we do our creatives platform on Tuesdays, and so you know it's kind of a thing where ah, maybe this gallery should be a different night of the week. But our you know, contract with High Point um, dictated that we needed to, to do it on a Tuesday night. And so we kind of worked through those details. We landed on March um, 8th. And, um, and then came kind of the, the planning process uh, throughout this spring where you two were talking a lot. Yeah. And I think there was also another uh, girl, Ashley Clark, another woman, Ashley Clark, one of our good friends at High Point, who was involved in some of those conversations. And basically between what I appreciated so much was one of the things you named early on was that if we're going to do this, I would really like to hang for more than a night. You know, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to do all this heavy lifting and, you know, put all these pieces up for just a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so High Point graciously was like, yeah, you can hang from the first to the, uh, I guess it would have been the 15th. Of March, hang them on the first. Take them down on the fifteenth. With the gallery right in the middle on the eighth. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, what was that process? Kind of getting, you know, to that day uh, where we hung on March first. Like, was that kind of a hustle moment for you to get pieces done? (laughs) Sorry, I'm like cracking up, laughing,
2: (laughs) cracking up, laughing because I'm like, yeah, plenty of. It's like when you set a goal. And you kind of back yourself into a date. Because I think we talked, it had to have been like in like October mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was thinking, okay. And you guys are like, yeah, something in the spring. And I was like, okay, I think I can do that. You know, it's like months out. Yeah, I can make that happen. And then just life happens. And I had a goal of like, I think I had a goal of make maybe 25 or 30 paintings. And I was so down on myself because like, a month, two months up leading up to the event, it's like, I only had like maybe 10, you know? And I'm like, how am I gonna get enough paintings to like fill up a space and have a a solo art show? And I didn't wanna let you guys down, you know? And so I put a lot of pressure on myself. I didn't make 30 paintings, but I I painted 18 and that ended up like being exactly enough, (laughs) like literally exactly enough. And so, yeah, Um, but it was a big hustle for me and um, just focusing on on just nonstop painting. And it was really cool because I had all these ideas of what um, God was just downloading all these different ideas to me under the whole theme of an invitation to wonder, Mm -hmm. which is really about just like celebrating the the child inside of all of us. And just that, I just really wanted people to leave with a sense of hope, you know? Um, Because so many times we, I don't know, I guess we just like, Kids are creative. Kids are just like you know, um, they're bold. They're they don't care what people think. You know, um, they're risk takers. You know, they're fearless. Um, And of course, kids have all type of personalities. But I think that there's a reason why Jesus, you know, he kind of like he he tells us to come to him like a little child, yeah. and it's like that trusting way. And there's a quality I think that we can lose when we kind of forget that that's, we're, there. we're still a little child inside of us that mm-hmm. Jesus wants to touch, you know? And so my paintings it were all about just like these these kids, right? And just having these different encounters with God. And just you see their faces looking up in awe and wonder. And you kind of see like the background is kind of shifting. There might be like just this like supernatural dimension of what they're just trying to express that they're experiencing you know a relationship and you know with with god and so um yeah i was just had all these ideas during that time of like different things to paint it was just like not enough time to paint at all but it so it, it ended up really really great
0: oh yeah and we'll we got to talk about some of those pieces in a minute because it was unbelievable mm-hmm. i mean what ended up coming together i don't want to rush rush past <laughs> um emily's process to get there yeah but yeah it was just absolutely phenomenal, and eighteen was the perfect number for mm-hmm. the space and for the audience and for the room, and just like everything that happened, like you might have been kicking yourself along the way, but it it was it was perfect. It was little, everything just felt divine yeah. from the first conversation in October all the way until the day of the event. Yeah. On your end, um, like planning really started to pick up after you joined staff officially in January and i felt like january february march was a lot of getting ready um, for the date what were some of the preparations people that you you know brought into your team for the night all that kind of stuff
1: um i don't know i feel like throughout this whole process it wasn't difficult like i was expecting to be like super stressed out and be doing like 50 different things but i felt like very confident and like oh this is super doable like this is going to be great. And so my process just looks like how do I best support? And that means like figuring out how to get my mom out there to help me bake some good things for people to eat while they look at stuff and uh, forming a team of people who will be planted in the audience to ask some questions and the photographer and someone making a vlog and someone like welcoming people at the door and um, checking people in, making sure that we have their information to send more stuff. A lot of it was just like preparing the space in a way of hospitality more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause like the, the work part of it for me was like, okay, I'm like day of, like I'm all hands on deck when we set up, like I am there helping hang pieces, um, however many times that takes for them to look the way that they should on the wall, figuring out lighting stuff. Um, but leading up to that was just like, I want to make this space feel like they're welcomed. Like we want people to walk in and be like, wow, this is amazing. Mm Um, and just feel the presence of God without without saying a word about him because of what's on the walls, because of the people that they're interacting with, because of the the food and the drinks and whatever is there to make people feel comfortable and loved and invited. Um, that was really my focus. Mm-hmm. Can I just say,
2: like, Emily's awesome. <laughs> she, like, I just felt so much just support, so, so supported just as an artist throughout that. The whole, like, from the planning and, you know, every every exchange we had, even if it was just on text, like, I felt like you even said, like, I just, you know, I just want you to feel supported. Like, I, you know, I want your vision to come through. But it's like, this is your vision, you know, like, of even having the gallery event. Um, but you, like, you weren't you weren't like stingy at all. Like you were like, what do you want to see? You know? And like, we talked about like the lighting and, you know, um, just the whole atmosphere. And I felt like it was such a, like I felt like our, it was so aligned in what we wanted to accomplish. We really wanted to see Jesus like uplifted and we wanted to see people leave inspired and, And so, um, yeah, your heart was just so pure the whole time. And I just, I really appreciated the support. And even as I was kind of like trying to hint at like, I don't know how many I'm going to really have, you know, you're like, it's okay. You know, so, um, yeah, because I was like so concerned about how many paintings for whatever reason is just totally not even the right, you know, mindset. But, you know, we get into that striving thing. But you were awesome. You're so calm and supportive. So thank you.
1: I think my whole thing was like, yes, like, this gallery, I want to see it happen, but that was my vision, was, like, I want it to look like what the artist wants it to look like, because, like, even in another gallery space, they might not have all of this freedom to really make it their vision, and I wanted it to be Exactly the way that you mm. envisioned showing your pieces and and the setup and the lighting and the people and whatever that looked like in your mind, like I wanted to execute that yeah. well and in a way that you felt so loved and seen in in your art. So it's awesome. It was a heck of a partnership. <laughs> yeah. And Mama, Mama, oh my gosh, Mama Phil. <laughs> well, Lambert. Lambert, Mama Lambert. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Mama.
0: Um, her coming was so important, too. Yeah. And I just yeah. remember, like, the family <laughs> night leading up to the gallery. We had people over, and she was just loving, loving people. And <laughs> it just it was a part of the entire context <laughs> and culture of the night was your mom being there. And to see where you get so much of your love and <laughs> hospitality, <laughs> and, <laughs> and to meet that, yeah. like, in person, being like, <laughs> Emily makes way more sense now. <laughs> um, yeah. You always make sense. Her
1: sass, her... Yes. Her stubbornness. stubbornness. (laughs) It's adorable. It's very much
0: you. You are a reincarnation of your mother in the best ways possible. Um, But yeah, I mean, even just like, you know, hanging pieces. Like there was a time where we didn't know if we were going to be able to physically hang Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're putting holes in walls and like, is that going to be okay with the venue? And this, that, and a third, we went back and forth, and then we finally kind of re- negotiated a way to do it in a way where we could take care of those holes after the fact, mm-hmm. um, and they were comfortable with that. But we there was a lot of like trying to figure out. We were trying to hang lights. Jarrett oh top mop was uh, putting up pipe and drape, trying to hang <laughs> lights with down lighting. Down lighting wasn't working <laughs> with the work. the colors on, on on the painting. So we went with up lighting, and um, but even the lighting right was a gift. In the fall that we did not have when you wanted to do a gallery, we mm-hmm. didn't even know we would need lights, wow. and then we were given lights. Okay. That that was the first time we used them was at the gallery. I guess mm-hmm. good soil technically. So second time, um, but it just like was a thing where God was providing what we needed mm-hmm. in order to do the gallery to the best of our ability that we could before we even knew what we needed. That's so right good, yeah. And I just I just love that. I mean even the desire to hang the pieces for two weeks and high point saying, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the remarks that they had for us leading mm-hmm. up to the gallery and then after the impact that those pieces had on other tenants mm-hmm. and on church attendees and everybody else, um, it's just like God knew what he was doing. He, mm-hmm. he knitted this thing together mm-hmm. so divinely and we just kind of got to all watch it unfold. Um, It was like a very beautiful thing. So I want to talk about the night of itself um, because I remember the first we hang, there's 18 pieces. You guys are like doing measurements and stuff to make sure it's all like perfectly aligned. And by the end of the March 1st, all the pieces are hung. We're marveling at what's in the room. And then it's seven days to the event where it's a lot of promotion and um, yeah, just coming into the eighth, right? We're ready to go. It's the night of the event. Can you guys just kind of recall the night itself, right? Like walking into the space. What was there? What did it look like? Who was all there? That kind
1: of stuff. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think I got there at like one, right? I said I was going to be there at noon. And Scott was like, no, you're not. And I said, yeah, I am because me and my mom were baking in the morning and getting some stuff done. He said, you're not going to be there at noon. And so <laughs> he ended up being right. We got there at one. We started setting up tables a little bit. Um, but my mom was really in it the whole day with me from, from the start to the end. Um, and that was really sweet and helpful, but also just like her getting to see what a huge part of my life in Philly is. And it's this. Um, and so shortly after... I think Joe got there and started doing little pictures of individual paintings and stuff before the room got filled. Um, Jarrett and Scott and my mom and myself went and got some food to make sure that we were solid for the night. Um, Yeah, I think getting there, it was just really figuring out where the tables were going to go and um, turning on the lights, making sure they were all the white color that we wanted, and um, I think I just took some time before everyone got there just to like walk and look at the paintings and really just like enjoy what was about to happen. Because um, it was really surreal that like the moment actually came that, oh, this is what I've been working towards. Like this is my, the dream that I had is like right now happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really sweet. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I, re- I, I just was blown away by... Like we opened doors at six o'clock and I just love the fact that even in your heart was to hang the pieces beforehand because I can't imagine us trying to hang those the same day. Oh yeah. Like there's just no way that it would have been. Mm -mm. And it felt like a margin decision. Like how do we create margin so that the day of the event you weren't concerned about how everything looked? Yeah. Because it was already done. Yeah. And you, you obviously set up your merch and stuff and got yourself situated but it felt like at six o'clock, it was just people, mm-hmm. and people just started coming <laughs> like <pouring> crazy. <laughs> and it actually—I don't even know if you know this—but it was our biggest creatives event ever. No, I didn't know was that. Was your gallery? What? Yeah, in That's terms crazy. of like registered and people who came through the doors. Wow. And obviously, there was kind of a a re, you know a revolving door to some degree because some yeah. people could only come in for a little bit and then mm-hmm. had to leave. But, like, there was well over 120, 130 there were people. people.
1: who, like, came to stay. They were there. Yeah, they were there for, for the whole time. the whole time. Yeah. That was yeah. crazy. Really cool.
0: But, yeah, people just started flowing in. And then you're connecting with people. Yeah. And Emily's connecting with people. Joe's running around grabbing <laughs> photos. And kind of the flow of the night was from 6 to 9. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we stayed longer than that. But 6 to 9 was, like, doors open. And right about the halfway point was 7.30. And that was whenever you guys got a chance to to have an interview and a conversation. But before we get to that 7.30 point, was there anything just over that first hour and a half? Like, how are you feeling as the artist? And literally hundreds of people are just like pouring through the doors to look at your stuff. I mean, it was amazing, right?
2: Yeah, it was. That was crazy. I I, would, I was nervous. I was really nervous. Yeah, I was nervous. Um just because you know when you put your heart out there and then you see people like looking at it and and interacting with your work and you're just like what you know you just want people to get it I guess you know you want people to get to you want it to have the effect that you hope for you know and again like I just wanted people to 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 leave feeling inspired um and yeah so in the beginning. Um, I think Darlene, you know, was helping with like packaging up some of the uh some of my my prints and like helping oh, set yeah, up the yeah, table the and like on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like Emily's over there like, you know, hanging up uh, like um, we had these like little uh, little placards with with the the title and like the meaning behind the work for each of the pieces and like so Emily's like ready. putting those up, you know, and like <laughs> we're all just like I feel like it's everybody's just like all hands on deck. Like food tables getting set up and like You know, I came in, like, I didn't even, I just kind of had like on some like sneakers and jeans or whatever. I was just like, okay, let me just like set this stuff up. So I wanted to go and like, you know, get changed into, you know, um, another outfit. And I just like, I needed to just, when everything was set up, I I think I had like literally one second before we like gotten like gathered for prayer. And I just kind of looked around and I was like, oh, it looks amazing in here. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah. So I was thinking just nervous energies, I think is what I felt right at the beginning.
0: Yep, Mm -hmm. so good I I would not have known that you were nervous Because you (laughs) were just like (laughs) Navigating it super well And um, Yeah, I just The paintings were unbelievable It's so hard on a podcast Mm -hmm. to explain How gorgeous The art itself was But it was captivating And All of the pieces individually Had such beauty and worth But together In a room I mean, it like changed the atmosphere. Wow. And, you know, it's just, it was so stinking special to look around the space and just see, like you said, these children mm. who are in awe. Mm-hmm. And it was creating almost an awe in us as mm. the watchers of the, the paintings and the pieces themselves. Mm. And those little placards that you put up, I mean, it was amazing to watch people one by one stand in front of a painting, look at it. Read the placard. Look at it again. Mm-hmm. Take it in. Breathe, and then move on to another one and do the same. It was like just watching mm-hmm. people like rotate around the room, yeah. and not just be at an event, but really take in the art. Yeah. And I don't know if I thought that that like I was like, well, what's gonna happen at the gallery? But that <laughs> was that blew me away. How much intentionality the quote unquote audience.
1: Mm-hmm
0: took upon themselves to get the most out of your art mm. that night. I just thought that was so stinking mm. special.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. And thank you. That was, yeah, everything you said.
0: That's good. Yeah. Invitation to wonder. Yeah. Um, so I would love to, yeah, go over the, the interview aspect because that was your idea.
1: Yeah. I think, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: So talk to us about like what the purpose, heart, intent of that was and then what actually happened.
1: I think people are most impacted when they get like a firsthand explanation and encounter with the person who created what they're showing, whether that's a song or um, a painting or an album, whatever that looks like. I think people are always more excited about it when they get to hear the excitement from the person who created it. And so I wanted Marguerite to have the opportunity to really share about why she created what she did um, and give people an opportunity to ask her questions um, and really just get to see her heart behind her art. And so we called it Heart Behind the Art. um, And it was supposed to be like 20 minutes. And I definitely think it was a lot longer than that. But that was because people kept having questions and wanted to hear from Marguerite. And sitting on that stage, looking out it was just like packed to the door and everyone Mm -hmm. just like facing forward and so ready to hear about each piece and um yeah it was just a really special time it was super (laughs) this is just fun just remembering you know
2: just having this time to remember because it was it was that special you know it was yeah everything you said i I I totally agree with it. it was it was amazing just being able to just share and then people react and respond and have so many good questions like mm-hmm. you know um, yeah and and then even just people you know coming up and saying like you know how they were impacted was really awesome too.
0: Mm-hmm. I I don't remember verbatim, but I remember a clear moment where because obviously Rape Creatives right is a ministry. And our goal is to advance the kingdom, right? And for the gospel to be presented through art and creativity. And there was a moment in your um, uh, interview where I just felt like the Holy Spirit just like flowed through you mm-hmm. as you shared about, like, you just kind of, like, mm-hmm. it just kind of like was like, yeah, my faith is really important to me. Yeah. And you started to kind of flow from that place. Man, I'm getting chills just thinking <laughs> about it. But to see you kind of, you know, like unveil, this is deeper mm-hmm. than just really cool paintings with kids looking up at a heavenly. Yeah, this is a this is about God. Yeah, and this is about what He invites us to, yeah. to dive into our own creativity and for something to be unleashed and unlocked that's in us that He's He wants us to have. You know, it's almost like God's mm-hmm. starving for us. Mm to To take the invitation to wonder sometimes, yeah, and it was just like this whew, over the room whenever that was presented. I just was like, man, this is so mm-hmm. stinking valuable, <laughs> you yeah. know. Like this night matters so much wow. to the Lord, wow. and this is so worth every argument that me and Emily have about whether <laughs> something should be up or down, <laughs> left or right. You know, every, uh, how do we figure that out? Oh, I don't know. We got to get permission from this person or th- we need this stuff or we need, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. All of the investment to get to that point when you were sharing your heart, I was just like, oh yeah, this is what it's all for. Wow. Like God is moving yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. It was like an altar call Yeah, yeah. through it a really conversation. Was an interview on stage, yeah. I was just like, man, people are walking out of here like, I need the
1: Lord, oh, <laughs> you know? The poem, the, uh, yeah, oh my yeah, goodness, wow. the poem. Is that, <laughs> that the same me. poem
0: that was written on, on the painting, the, on the yeah. painting mm-hmm. you read the poem? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was the last painting I did out of the whole series was this the, this poem that the Lord gave me, and I hadn't even anticipated but, um, it, but the poem was called An Invitation to Wonder. Um, and it really just I think that poem made it very clear who the invitation was from it's not like me inviting people to mm-hmm. like just wonder like you know I don't know looking up into the sky just like thinking um but it was it's 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 an invitation it's a gospel message it really yeah. is like he's mm-hmm. inviting you in to him he's inviting you to dream again he's inviting you to wonder again um mm-hmm. He's inviting you into a relationship with him, um, and yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the part I think that I I shared maybe what you're talking about, Scott. Mm-hmm. Like during that time, I shared the poem and and what was behind it, and I think and to see people like kind of get it, you know, I felt like people got that it was more than just art.
1: Yeah, you
0: know, yeah. I was so, so was clear. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. It was like. Whoo- you know
1: i cried like a baby yeah. <laughs> i was so embarrassed i was like oh no, no. i didn't want to do this <laughs> but and you literally couldn't you help it kind
0: of a little bit like i don't beautiful. know if i want inter- to like interview her at first you're kind of a little intimidated by that i was like no you are interviewing her yeah. like yeah you're not haunting you this off yeah you did amazing <laughs> it was perfect because you nice. shared your
2: heart too and like you shared like the whole meaning behind like what what like where it all came from, just like mm-hmm. your heart behind the vision for the Creatives Gallery. And you set the whole tone. So, yeah. Yes. It was.
0: Do you have the special. poem by any chance?
2: I do have it on me. Yes. Um, okay. So it goes so the title is An Invitation to Wonder. For the child in you, for you who were unwanted and confidence was stunted. For you who had to grow up quick, building up defenses thick. For you whose self-worth by careless words was cut short. For you who were broken and peace was stolen. For you who stopped believing and lies started deceiving. This is for the child in you. For you, yes, you. Do you know you can dream again, hope again? What if I told you there's light again to heal within? You're free to color outside the lines again. The door is open, you are welcomed in. There's no wound that he can't mend. Beyond the depths of shallow sin, it's your heart he wants to win. The impossible is now possible, my friend. Let him lead you to wonder again. Bah! (laughs)
1: <laughs> so stinking good <laughs> Oh, thanks
2: guys yeah. oh man yeah That's and that was so, so cool good. he just gave me that at the end I was like okay I have to paint I like literally I was like how do I get this poem like I didn't want to just say it I wanted people to read it yeah. I was like how do I I was like, I guess I'll paint it I'll put it on it you know so mm-hmm. I just painted this like sky it was this, like a little kid little silhouette of a child looking up at like this huge sky and then I just painted the, the words Lord in the right sky on. so, yeah, so
0: yeah. good oh man it was so good. So, <laughs> the night happens and, um, you know, I remember Marguerite saying, you know, I'm going to bring my prints and I'm sure people will get prints, um, but I don't really assume anybody's going to buy an original.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> nope.
0: And I was like, you tripping. <laughs> like, the second I saw all the paintings, I was like, yeah, these are going to go. And, um, I remember, I don't know. It felt like a inspiration thing on my end where I was just talking about art like during the course of the night and the value of art and how like it's not a diminishing commodity but it's like this investment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you as an artist but also in themselves as a purchaser of the art, right? That art tends to go up in value especially as an artist continues yeah. to grow and becomes more popular mm-hmm. and gets their work out there to more people, the value of the piece of art that you have of that artist. Yeah continues to rise and so i just was kind of like throwing that out there i was like this isn't like buying a car you know this is like (laughs) buying a piece of property you know and i i just i don't know how you felt i was like of course this is happening but it seemed like you were a bit surprised first of all what happened and then yeah how are you feeling as that was happening throughout the course of the night
2: Uh, well yeah so you know my experience, like I've gone to like, you know, different art fairs and things like that. And just my experience is whenever you have originals, like people don't come to like spend real money. They're coming to see it and to support you that way. And, you know, so I always have always intended to have like I make prints, just smaller size, you know, prints that somebody can just take away and, and just frame and put in their house. But it's not the original Canvas and then also make like these greeting cards, like, like you know, five dollar greeting cards, and just different souvenir. Like you can take this away and you can still feel like you know it's it's a actually that will last that the prints last um, a long time because they're printed on like a you know nice archival quality paper. So it's just I expect people to spend their money on that, like twenty five dollars, thirty five dollars, <laughs> whatever, um, or a five dollar greeting card. And I have not had many experiences. Um, that's kind of changed since then, but I haven't had many experiences of people like purchasing my original artwork. Um, and so I was, that's why I told Scott, I was like, I don't even bet, you know, because the the cost of the pieces in that collection, um, were depending on size. They range from like $150 to $1,200. And I was just like, you know, people probably aren't going to buy, um or maybe they'll buy the smaller ones they were like 150 and then so like over the course of the night you know somebody I think the first ones to go were the smaller ones so there was a set of three and um someone purchased all three of them and so like and I you know I was like okay I want people to take them home with them like I want them to take them off the wall you know and so she she, the person who bought him took those three off the wall and then like scott and his like genius he like gets up on the stage he's like okay guys we have like the first paintings that like sold you know like i think these are gonna go like he was and of course he's like wearing this shirt that said like buy more art or something like that (laughs) (laughs) it was like so it was so cool and so he's like starting to i don't know hype it up and then like somebody else is like goes over to the other side of the room and like calls me over and is like, hey, can I, I want this one, you know? And I'm yeah. like, oh, sure, okay, you know? And then that one comes off the wall and then you start seeing these like holes, these like gaps mm-hmm. on the wall, like white wall space where there was a painting where somebody had taken it off because they you know, purchased a painting to take with them. And after a while, it's like a lot of, a lot of white space. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it, like, was it was awesome. Amazing.
0: Yeah. And it was like a natural eruption of joy Mm, yeah, in the room every time somebody yeah. was carrying one back to it check out, super
1: special. <laughs> like every like it wasn't
0: like a conjured up thing or like a yeah we're gonna do this like it happened because mm-hmm. people were so excited for you as the artist to be supported. Yeah, but also for the person who purchased it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they know that they're getting something so good and valuable to take home with them, yeah. and it was just like this celebration of joy, mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and again. And again, and again, I I believe the number was eleven. Yeah. Right out of the eighteen or whatever, by the end of the night, they were taken down that that night. I was
2: just so struck by the goodness of God, and just feeling kind of emotional even now. Like, you know, we tell ourselves lies, and we're I'm we're our biggest credit critic, I think. And you know, I am not always confident in the things that you know. I produce or do and so I have to like constantly just remind myself what you know what God is speaking over me and you know I knew that he was gonna bless this evening I had no idea like, I really did not expect any of those originals to go but just for people to be impacted by them was enough and maybe by definitely buy some prints um support in that way but um just the goodness of God to like so eleven out of eighteen paintings in one night, like what? On a Who does that on a Tuesday? <laughs> and the joy, and you're right, people were happy. Like people were so happy just to purchase, you know, the paintings. And it, it, it was, and the things that people told me just about how, um, yeah, we had people like write like what their like their impressions were, mm-hmm. um, and that was just a blessing to read those. People were saying. Um, that the night meant to them and just hearing just people's reactions to the art was, it was just such a blessing.
0: Was that you, the impression, Emily? Like, was that your idea to do that? For the uh, raffle, there,
1: so. there were two raffles and I think we came up with the concepts mm-hmm. together okay, yeah. for both of them. Yeah. And one of them was like, what what did, what, what did this night spark for you? Like, what mm-hmm. is something that you... Like whether it's a a thing that you stopped doing as a child, but you like have this desire to do, but you're just not letting yourself wonder in that way. Mm. Um, so and then the other one was like, "What is this night? What is this night done? What is this painting done? Like, how has this impacted you?" Yeah. Um. And so you like could enter into both of them and win like a free print.
0: Um, yeah, we did. Uh, we did two raffles. <laughs> This is such a funny story. <laughs> so the one raffle was for Ooh, yeah, Prince, <laughs> and the other was for an original, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the originals, right, a small. Yeah, a small. One of the small little originals.
1: rectangle mm-hmm. guy. And
0: I feel like what was first? We did the Prince first. I think yeah, yeah. it had to be. So we did the Prince first and we pulled the pulled the raffle out and the name <laughs> that we pulled out is Rashid Saint Fleur. <laughs> Who is a mm. part of right.
1: That We went through so many names. Or like or so many. Because we were like, <laughs> you have to claim it. You have to be here to claim what you wrote. And yes. so we went through so many of them. And just like kept throwing them aside. <laughs>
0: and it was like a $10 thing, right? Because it was like a raffle. Yeah, it
1: was right? a raffle. It was like a so thing
0: you bought a raffle ticket that for. Was,
1: that was for? The original. The original.
0: Okay. So hold on. First of all, Rashid eventually gets pulled. And he's in the room. And I say, no, Rashid, you're not winning this. <laughs> yeah. Because Rashid's part of Ripe. He's one of our artists. He was there helping, serving. I was like, I, this just feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not winning this. So we pull somebody else's name. I can't oh, yeah. remember who it was, Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And she wins the Prince. Then we do the second raffle. <laughs> and we bring that one up and we pull out Rashid St. Fleur again. <laughs> yeah. He wins again, <laughs> and so we just kind of were like, "All right, I feel like twice is a sign that he's supposed to win." Yeah, and so he ended up actually winning that the second is, one though. because it was like, "What are the odds?" Yeah. I mean, there's like a hundred people's names in both of these baskets, <laughs> and Rasheed gets pulled out of both. <laughs> That's like one in ten thousand chance or something like that for Wild. that to happen. That was pretty Wild. crazy. But yeah, I thought that was that was very interesting to see. It's really cool. Um, and then Rasheed ended up giving you that penny, right?
1: No, he gave that to Mariella. He
0: gave it to Mariella? Yeah. Are you jealous? A
1: little bit. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, I bought my, I bought one. Yeah. I bought, bought a, a little P. boy, Chosen, yeah. and he hangs in my house. Yes. I, <laughs> I awesome. know we
0: got a bunch of prints, and all my nieces and nephews have gotten one. Oh, yeah. Like a different one. We so tried to get sweet. a bunch of different ones. So <laughs> I love that was that. something we did for Christmas for them. Um, so, big picture. The night happens. It was amazing. There's only a handful of paintings left for the second week of everything hanging. <laughs> we go shut things down. And um, I just, yeah, I mean, obviously you were impacted through the support and everything else, but I know you were impacted with a desire to to do this again, yeah. right? And um, yeah, is there any dreams you have for like what this could look like without going into maybe specific plans, but yeah. just in general for, you know, creatives, galleries, not just being something we did on March 8th, 2022, but.
1: Yeah. I tried to be really open-handed. Like, Lord, if, if this is the gallery that you wanted to happen and this is the one that we do and we never do it again, like amazing. It was so worth it. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, But if there's supposed to be more, like bring the artists. Mm -hmm. And even through that night, there were people like, Hey, I'd love to do something like this with you guys. Like, how can I learn more about it? And so just connecting with people night of, but even just like the the buzz after, I was like, this has to happen again. Um, and so my hope is that this happens like multiple times a year, like in the future that we are able to like have a variety of different artists who um, are just showing their walk with the Lord or, like, their love of God or whatever light, like, Jesus-inspired art pieces are um, showing their stuff and selling things and creating this community of people who... um, enjoy god's presence in this way um because i think that even the night of the gallery we noticed that our our crowd was completely different Mm -hmm. than for our open mics and for our concerts it was um a lot of like older people and like it was just such a diverse night and so just bringing that community together on more i don't know i just like i think that there's such a unique draw to this and i want to continue to to provide that for the people who want it so
2: i feel like when you said older people i just like was thinking of like this <laughs> geriatric <laughs> no
1: the, i mean there were some like older people but older people to me as in like yeah scott ah. <laughs> like scott's age of friends because there were there were people like that were frequent people of the gathering place and stuff like that. Who who came? Who don't necessarily come to our other events just because like they're not in that stage of life anymore. Of they're this like young like super excited and like hype person that like i we had a conversation with someone who said that that this event was made for them and Mm -hmm. they were so excited and like want to come back again so So it was like it was sweet because this is like reaching a different demographic of people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think it's sweet
0: did you feel like you knew most of the people if not all the people in the room yeah like they were people who have been to one of your galleries before
2: not necessarily well there were some yeah but what one of my i only had one before the one in my house so
0: (laughs) one of your tons of (laughs) gatherings, right uh no
2: one day but um yeah no i it was so cool to see people from you know i invited a whole lot of people and it was it was really cool to see some of those people come um from just like different walks of life like people i used to work with or people i go to church with um just friends shout out to the yeah. Shout out to the black church. Um, yeah. And just, you know, different places I, I used to work and just a bunch of friends that came to show support, um, mm-hmm. as well.
0: Um, yeah. It was so. super special. Mm-hmm. And I know for a lot of our team, it was like a totally new experience
1: mm-hmm. for
0: them and they loved it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, this is unreal. I didn't even know that something like this could take place in this way. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah, I think there's so many people that are inspired by that by yeah. that night. I know we I know you were um and yeah. I just wanted to give space to speak that hope and that desire and that dream yeah. um out because that's yeah, whatever you want to do, we're gonna help you make those <laughs> things a reality. So um yeah. very excited <laughs> for that. Um I just yeah. wanna say to all of our audience Members, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Thank you to Marguerite and Emily, especially for being on. Thank you Jared, Mr. Top Mom yeah. Moses over there for making this sound all nice and crispy and clean. <laughs> and um, the reality is the Creatives Gallery doesn't happen without the people who partner with Ripe Creatives overall. Mm-hmm. And so uh, just as an audience member, as somebody who's listening to this, uh, it's quite possible you're already somebody who partners with us. Um, whether that's monthly or quarterly or annually, um, that you give to support this mission. And so we just want to say thank you to those people that are here as somebody who already partners with us. We appreciate you. And things like Creatives Gallery only happen because of your generosity. And if you're here and you're you know, a fan of Ripe in some other way or you know Marguerite or you've uh, been to the gallery and this, this episode piqued your interest, and um, We'd love to extend an invitation for you to consider um, to partner with Ripe Creatives. And you can do that very simply by going to ripecreatives.com and clicking the Give button. Any support you give just ultimately helps us do things and produce things like Creatives Galleries and all the other stories we'll share um, on this podcast, Time is Ripe. So we appreciate your time, taking time out of your busy day, week, month, year uh, to listen to today's episode. And we hope it's been an encouragement to you. And uh, until next time, stay right. into the clouds. Don't stop hoping,
1: child.